I am Dr. Jennifer Tippograph. And I am Dr. Kimberly Bear. And we are Holistic Vigilantes. <laughs> We're super excited to be doing this. Uh, we've secretly wanted a reality TV show for a long time, so we figured this will be a good way to start the process. Hopefully, if anyone is out there listening and would like to do a show, just give us a call. <laughs> we have a lot of good material for oh, you. so much material. <laughs> you cannot make it up. Yes. So uh, we should maybe give that one example how you hired the guy, the actor, to come in as a patient. and um, Oh, for your birthday? Yeah, for my birthday. <laughs> Mr. Crackers? <laughs> Mr. Crackers. And he was, like, chewing crackers in the chair while I was trying to, like, do a dental exam on him. I, obviously, I did not know it was a fake patient. But. He, he was an actor. He was an actor. I wrote a whole script. I gave him a bag of crackers. And I was like, whatever you do. Do not put down this bag of crackers. <laughs> She's going to ask you to clean out your mouth. You do it. And then as soon as she puts the chair back and the mirror comes out, I want you to shove some crackers yeah. in your mouth. Five crackers at a time. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then apologize and say, I'm so sorry. When I'm nervous, I have to eat crackers. <laughs> it was great. I like, it probably was like a 10, 15 minute thing. Not to mention he also had like a sock puppet and yeah, was feeding the yeah. sock puppet the crackers. And yes, yes. No, that was, yes. it was right around your birthday. I think you called me that night and you're upset and you said that no one in the <laughs> office took you seriously. And I was literally sitting on my bed writing the script and I was gluing eyeballs to my sock for the sock puppet. And I was like, no, Jen, everybody takes you seriously. Anyways. Oh, the joys of being, yes, a young business owner, but... Young and old. Yes, young and old. (laughs) Good cop, bad cop. (laughs) So anyways, that leads us to um, who we are, what we're doing here. So we are both holistic dentists, also known as biological dentists. um, And we work at an office. It's called Natural Dentist Associates. It is located in Rockville, Maryland, also known as North Bethesda right near the White Flint Metro Station for anyone who is from Montgomery <laughs> County, although no one's really taking the metro right now, which is kind of sad with COVID. But yeah, um, Kim opened up the practice same year as 9-11. She'll talk about that experience, which is in a way is a little uh, similar to practicing now with, or it was when COVID all started and a little sad um but rebuilding and we have an amazing amazing team who um you know has really helped support us through this process and we're very thankful for them so if you guys are out there listening thank you guys we really appreciate all that you've done for us but we'd like to start with uh kim bear tell your story how you got into holistic dentistry or biological dentistry and some of uh how it became applicable to you and your family all right, so hopefully, um, so I always find that people who are involved in what we do, or just in general in the holistic medical alternative functional world, uh, usually there's a story behind it, uh, some sort of journey. So my journey, I graduated in dental school from University of Maryland, 1999. I was working at a very um, typical dental practice down on K Street, and then. Um, I was pregnant with my son and I didn't want to commute anymore and I decided to open up my own office and it just happened that I was opening up from scratch 
uh, one week after 9-11, I remember sitting in my bedroom and watching the planes go into the towers and the news was saying, this is the worst time in the history of America to open up a new business. And I sat there and cried <laughs> and it was, it was scary. It was super yeah. scary. But uh, <clears throat> I found some niches and was able to build a general, a regular general practice. But really what uh, things really started to get interesting was uh, I... A few years later, ended up getting divorced. I was a single mom and I had a son, three years old, special needs. And he, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And I know there's a million people have been down this path. I thought it was really hard because we didn't know what it was. And if I could give it a name or a title, then I could make sense out of it. But I'm not sure if that's worse or better. But so what happened with us is he was three years old. Um, you know, stable home life, um, getting kicked out of preschools. I couldn't keep him in a preschool for longer than three or four months. Random violence. It made no sense. We had him examined head to toe, every specialist in the state, in the tri-state area, um, saw him. Nothing. Nothing made any sense. Never sick. Sleeping 12 hours a night. We had him on a very regimented schedule. Um, his father and I were co-parent very well, co-parented very well. So we were both living this nightmare. And, um, by the second grade, he was in an isolated classroom in Montgomery County with dangerous children. And we were basically prepping ourselves to put him, he was going to have to be institutionalized. We had him seeing a amazing Dr. Lahe, amazing, um, child psychiatrist who does a lot of research out of NIH and uh, he told us that Jackson was his most heavily medicated seven-year-old. And he, you know, I get why you wouldn't want to medicate your ch child. But I also know, as being a parent who has lived it as, if I don't medicate my child, he cannot exist with us. Um, so I, there's, I, I, the judgments, it doesn't make any sense to me how someone can, it, it's a personal choice. So we were doing what we had to do. And like I said, I was a single mother. I had to work and I had a young practice. And I, um, it was just, it was a nightmare. And basically I signed up for a master's course with um, American Orthodontic Society and uh, Dr. Chris Baker, who's amazing. Um, my very first lecture was in Baltimore. And I sat in the back of the classroom and I listened to her talk about airway problems with kids and she sat there and described my son and i didn't really understand it but structurally um his behavior was extreme but basically um i remember i sat there and cried and she basically made sense of everything we've been going through and he was not he was sleeping 12 hours a night never sick he wasn't getting enough air. He was living completely oxygen deprived. I like went out that week and got a digital CT machine, which was, um, this was 15, 14 years ago. And no one had them. It was crazy. And I had to, his pediatrician said his tonsils and adenoids were so swollen. He was getting no air, but no one would do anything because he was never sick. Um, so I took him to an independent, the youngest ENT I could find in the area. I paid cash. I didn't tell him anything. 
I fill out the health history form. I show him the x-ray of his airway. And the guy turned to me and said, I don't want to get your hopes up, but I don't think your son needs any, will need any of these medications after we do surgery. And he was right. Um, we did the surgery and I know that might not be right for everybody, but this was an extreme case. And six months later, he was off everything. Six months later, he went from being in an isolated classroom to being in a classroom with gifted children with his diagnosis being, um, high IQ. That's it. That's it. He's 20 years old now in college, a student. He's great. He's great. great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and literally I thought he would spend the rest of his life in an institute, but he was an extreme case. And after that, of course, immediately has in, I learned in her class, I expanded him. We expanded his airway. The growth appliance. Yep. We did ALFs. I did, I did everything. He was in appliances for about three years. And, um, yeah, no. So I remember looking around his classroom as we were, when we were packing up his stuff and thinking how many other kids in this room you know, how many of these kids really have ADD? How many of these kids really, who's, or do they just have severe sleep apnea like my son had? And um, since then, that's been like, sort of like the go-to in our practice. Because we see a lot of children that, you know, it's, you hear the same story from the parents, you know, our, our child, you know, has had ADD or ADHD for forever. Now they're on some sort of Concerta, Ritalin, Adderall mix of some sort or one um but they're you know still not able to focus or you know yeah and we keep on switching meds but now they're not sleeping well and and then we just talk about the importance of proper sleep and oxygen and that's part of like our whole holistic well no one's asking why and that's the whole problem in this country is we treat symptoms so like why why does why do they have add add isn't something that just oh you have it because you have it or like genetics no 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 no. yeah underlying there's a reason maybe you have it genetically but that's because everybody in your family has an airway Mm -hmm. issue (laughs) that was my family when i was a kid we had our tonsils and everyone had them out automatically i would have been exactly like jackson yeah there are so many adults walking around with this problem and they have no idea like why do you have high blood pressure oh it's genetics no it's not genetics there's a reason and that's what this podcast is really about and we're going to be interviewing a lot of people and asking why and not just going with let's treat these symptoms i have allergies yeah. i'm gonna Here's take a some pill. i'm gonna take some allergy meds right. now i'm not against taking a pill right right <laughs> like i get like um life happens and you know we all have to do what we have to do to get through but um if we start asking why it will change the way you see everything um especially in dentistry so the airway thing was huge and then um i you know, was all about children. And then I started, you know, looking at adults and seeing the same kind of problems. And I used to think when I did my ortho training, why can't we expand children? And why can't we expand adults? Um, And it was always like, because they're not, they're growing anymore. But then as now we know with epigenetics, that's not the truth at all. You're constantly growing just at a much slower rate. My trail on training was another thing that changed our practice a lot was I, uh, was getting closer to 40 and I was in the process of opening my airway as well. And, uh, this was about 10 years ago and I started running 
And as a bucket list, I wanted to run the Boston Marathon. I was determined and I qualified for it. And then six weeks before my left knee was done, my IT band, I was so much pain. I could barely walk. I saw surgeons. They were like, you're basically, you may need surgery, but you're definitely not going to better run for the next year. Everybody was like, it's over. And, um, someone, a patient of mine referred me to Louise Kelly, who is amazing and explains sort of how we got to where we're at now with what we do. And I went and saw her. She's a PT, but more than that, she's a genius. And she did some dry needling and some other things, but she looked at me. She looked at me structurally. And this is everybody. Like she looked at me and she was like, oh, your, your cranium is off. My bite was tilted, which did a torsion thing in my head. So she took some, you know, tongue depressor sticks and she was like, let me level you out. And she put a few on my right hand side and opened my bite on my right. When she did that, it fixed the way my head was being held. Anyways, I got off the table and with these sticks in my mouth, nothing hurt. I could walk and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Nothing hurts, nothing hurts. So we taped them together and I went to my office the next day. I took my night guard and I opened up my bite on my right hand side to the 4.5 millimeters that the sticks were. So when I put, I was in terrible pain, but when I put my in, all of a sudden my whole skeletal system shifted and I was, because I basically was, my bite was so off, I was compensating um, on my left side for my right bite being off. So I opened it up on my guard and then I started training again four days later, no issues. I added some material to some of my fillings and opened that bite up. I ran that marathon and I have ran it every year since. No problems. And you have and, not had surgery. And I've not <laughs> surgery. And I was like, holy shit. I was yeah. like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I need to get these people that do this in my office because we are changing people's bites all the time. And this is insane that it is affecting everything down to your feet. One of the really cool things about our office is that we treat as a team. You know, we really take a look at the overall picture and that's part of treating someone in a holistic way. Yeah, no, we have a great team. It's amazing. It's really great. So, and then I met Jennifer... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was an assistant at the office. I hired her um, after she graduated, before she went to dental school. And uh, I was so in awe of her. Um, she scared me. I remember thinking, oh my God, this girl is so smart. I do not want her working around the corner <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, so smart. So when she went to dental school, I made sure I stayed in touch with her. And then I actively basically convinced her to come work with me and she had already seen she came in the office at the beginning of this journey she saw the jackson thing my son she saw that and she saw me take go from being a regular dentist to being a biological dentist where i'm whipping out crazy you know mass air filters which are now standard i know know. putting on gas masks to take out fillings i remember i I think i gave you a gas mask before you went to dental school it was like wear this um but Fly under the radar. I know. Wear this. Keep your mouth shut. Sore like an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'm going to let her tell yes. you her yeah. story, which is amazing also. So I'm a native Washingtonian, grew up in this area. I uh, left and went to Virginia Tech for undergrad and um, came back. And I was in between undergrad and dental school, and I remember thinking, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I know I want to go to dental school. So I started applying through good old 
like Craigslist and back when there wasn't Indeed or any of that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Other things out there now. And um, when interviewed and I remember <laughs> I was so young I remember being like oh let me talk to my dad oh yeah yeah no I I gave her the offer I was like well we're gonna offer you this yes. and she said hold on I need to talk to my dad first yes. and left the room and I thought oh my god Meanwhile, this is gonna work out Kim had like by like met my father by accident he's like the chillest guy you'll know like you'll meet he's considering he has four daughters and a wife and everything but you meet him on the tennis court and he's like this crazy you know very competitive guy and she had met him initially there before meeting me and tying it together that i was actually the person like interviewing it's like yeah the small jerk, world the jerk that yelled at me yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> two worlds collide so end up working for her as a full-time dental assistant for two years as she was getting into this journey and it was just it was really cool at the time you had Hannah Bradford in the office, um, who she's amazing, a woman a way ahead of her time with certain things about decreasing toxic load and supplements, energetic energy, medicine, clean yeah. hearts, all his yeah. stuff. She's like the best, and just encouraging the natural flow. And she was there, and just uh, I was witnessing all these just things that made sense before I even went to dental school. And I remember going to dental school and taking out for example like my first um amalgam filling that was breaking down i was like where's the high vac suction and they're like oh we don't use that just use your saliva ejector i'm like okay whatever hold your breath yeah and then anyway, yeah, hold your breath so i was about to graduate dental school um went to howard in dc came you know met for kim for a lunch i think it was like a winter break or something she's like come back work with me i'll teach you what you need to know blah 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 i said okay sure no problem so that was, you know, 2013. Haven't looked back. It's been an incredible journey. Uh, in 2018, bought into the practice, and it's just been truly like a gift. It, it's it's really amazing. I mean, there's obviously like some hard days that we have, and you know, it's the human body is this beautiful, complicated thing, and uh, we really just try to focus on you know allowing people to live their best lives, and you know, oral health is that it's really important in that aspect of the overall health because the mouth is connected to the rest of the body when some people just only treat the teeth and you know certain things that can be in the mouth you know can have an effect on the overall health and it can be missed but uh one of the stories like she was saying with you know a lot of people in the holistic world they get into this by something that maybe has happened to them or one of their family members. And I had this tooth that I tried to save for 20 years. And um, I remember as a kid going to my general dentist, they said, oh, you're, you know, do you know? I remember them saying to my mom, do you know your tooth is, your daughter's tooth is dead? And my, my mom said, no, what are you talking about? I then ended up having root canal. Do you have a trauma? It was like a it trauma? It was apparently like somewhat related to a like a sledding accident, like a trauma. Yeah. Uh, the it was dent- a front tooth. Yeah, my front canine. Um, the dentist said, okay, well, since it's dead, let's just go ahead and do this root canal without anesthetic. And I still remember like jumping out of the chair and being like, which now I look back, it was probably just dark due to trauma, which teeth can, are, they're capable of healing. It is possible but uh yeah so did the root canal 
I had multiple crowns on it, multiple root canals. And I um, got to the point when after I'd started practicing as a as a dentist, I, you know, I was taking out these infected root canal teeth that people had opted not to do a, another root canal, or maybe that they'd already had multiple root canals, and it was fractured and need to come out. But I said, something is wrong with my tooth. I'm seeing what I'm getting out of people's mouths. And I have this like chronic bad smell with this one tooth when I floss had every like, you know, image type of imaging you could have done and everything was fine. But I just said, look, I, you know, at the time I was having some trouble conceiving with fertility stuff. And I said, I, I want my body to be, you know, given the best chance it can, it can have to give all the energy towards like, you know, creating a life and whatnot. So I ended up having her sedate me. It was beautiful. It was like, just I woke up and it was done. I remember seeing my x-ray and being like, oh, that's my tooth. But it was a very relaxing process. I, uh, if you're scared of the dentist, you know, sedation is something that can really help. But I ended up having the tooth taken out. And I remember um, coming in the next Monday. I had it out on a Friday. came to work on Monday. She had placed an implant in at the same time of extraction. And she's like, what's, what's going on with you? You have so much energy. I said, I don't know, but something's just different, you know, and I know that we're dentists and we can't promise, oh, it's going to fix this metal condition or that. But, you know, it just, it really had a big impact on me and I am like forever grateful. So thank you. <laughs> just for the record, I didn't want to do this work. Yeah, she did not. I don't want to do this work because she's beautiful and it was a front tooth and on the x-ray and even on the 3D, it looked totally fine. Um, so I really, uh, drag my feet. This is sort of why we're have, we're doing this podcast because basically, uh, we see a lot of patients during the day and we can't explain everything to them. This podcast in general is just telling about our background, but, um, we want like this actual episode, yeah, this actual yeah. episode, but Not we the want whole series, <laughs> but we want people to, um, basically understand what holistic dentistry is and how we are looking at the whole person and really you cannot separate the mouth from anything and we don't even try to do that we work with you know lots of amazing functional medicine people um from you know east and west medicine i mean mm -hmm. there's no reason you do not have to choose one or the other and um, the truth is, is that especially in this society, we're exposed to so many toxic things and you want to live a great full life. And um, I'm a full believer in, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm never going to give up coffee. Mm -hmm. I love coffee. Yeah. So I'm going to look for reasons to keep drinking. <laughs> I love I love wine. Yeah. I'm probably going to keep drinking that as well. And gin and tonics, which are good for you. We just like try to do things yeah. to make it a little bit healthier you, like we add collagen to our coffee yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly but you but there are so many things that you subject yourself that are so super toxic i did i didn't mention this get a master's in toxicology during this time right after the thing with my son it sort of i went into it and i did a master's in toxicology and biological medicine my favorite instructor would sum it up as okay your life is a table our bodies are amazing. Our bodies are designed to heal themselves, but we, we usually get in the way and try mm -hmm. and end up stopping or stalling it. But you can take on toxins and you can, you know, our bodies can evolve, but you know, your table gets full. So like you need to clear the table of everything you can clear, um, you know, you know, that isn't going to, you know, 
potentially, you know, minimize the quality of life you're having. So we just, dentistry especially, we're putting things in your body, okay? Holistic, I mean, honestly, ideally, you would do no, you would have Mm -hmm. no dentistry, but you would have, you know, you have to have teeth or else that's a whole different set of problems. But if you're going to do it, which we need to do it to keep our teeth, there's a huge difference. You know, there's such a huge difference out there between some, I can put something toxic in your mouth or I can put something that's actually extremely biocompatible. And tomorrow there might be something new out there that's going to be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, things are always changing. I tell my patients, my patients are used to it. They'll come in every couple of years, everything changes. Yes. And that's how it should be. Um, but you, you can only do the best you can do at this moment. So it's always choosing a lesser evil. Um, so you choose the best you can and you get rid of all the things, the toxic things you do not need that do not make you healthier. Do not make you feel good. Um, cause you never know when you're going to tip the scales right. and it's so true. And that's we see that. We see people where they have, you know, something underlying like Lyme's disease or something. And then one of their, you know, infected teeth that had been previously treated, unfortunately gets reinfected and that tips their, their scales and it's, it's hard and we see a lot of it, but you know, we're, we're happy to help. I mean, like Kim says, it's, it's a good day if if like, we don't have to touch a tooth. We're obviously happy to do our job and touch teeth and, you know, but you know, we just try to find ways that don't, you know, cross that line or make people worse or, you know, because people do have like nickel allergies, for example, and there's nickel found in some dental materials. And we just try to minimize aluminum, right? Mercury. Any, yeah. All those things that BPA, you know, <laughs> <laughs> BPA, EPA. There's a, lot FDA. Of, there's a lot of bad stuff out there for sure. And we're living in like a 5G world. Yes. How? Yeah. Okay. Just common sense wise. How is having metal in your head good when you're living with a cell phone? Think about it. You want to talk about it a little bit? I don't want to talk about it. That's a whole different episode. <laughs> As a whole, that's a whole, yes. But I mean, think about it. I'm not saying don't use cell phones. I'm not saying you can't, but like, come on. Like you can't introduce that much radiation without affecting things. So like, these things should be considered and you shouldn't believe everything. Believe me, this is a journey. We're on a journey. Our opinions are, might change every day, but you know, there's great research out there and I don't, and it's so interesting because I do all these courses and it's great. The only one of the upsides to COVID is I, I'm getting to do these courses in Switzerland and Germany that I thought I was going to have to go there for. Um, and now they're Everything's online. online. Yeah. And I'm listening to them. I come home every night and I listen for hours to these guys who are geniuses like Dr. Volz and Klinghart. And they're using research from this country. They're using research from NIH and putting their patients on protocols. And they're, they're not laughing, but they're stating it's fa- We find it fascinating that in the United States, they're still doing A, B, C, and D. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, these are the kind of things we're looking at with this podcast. And, and that's why we, you know, and we, we're always trying to learn and grow. And we, you know, we call ourselves like CE, continuing ed junkies. But, you know, the truth of the matter is like things are changing. Technology is changing. And not just in dentistry, but technology as a whole. And, you know, it, 
in some ways, like how technology is a little scary, it can also be super helpful. Like one of the things we have is we have a 3D, it's also known, like 3D machine, also known as a CBCT or comb beam. And it allows us to detect infections that you can't see on a regular Oh my gosh, crazy allows stuff. allows to see a, the dimensions of somebody's airway or swollen tonsils that are being missed by every doctor that a kid's seen. Do you know how many patients I've seen, including myself actually, that have come in for jaw pain, neck pain, all these issues. They're being treated by a gazillion doctors for all these problems. And then we take their CBCT and they have Eagle syndrome. Mm -hmm. Or somebody that they had a traditional x-ray of a previously treated uh, tooth and the infection is just not showing on these traditional x-rays. And then you take the 3D because you get to see literally layer by layer. And they're like, oh, that's why like the whole left side has been feeling off. And, you know, it, it just can open your eyes to a lot more. And that's why we're just always constantly trying to learn and grow. And then therefore trying to get this information out to our patients. And then hence why we're here doing this podcast. Exactly. So, you know, and basically with, you know, some of the things that we hear, you know, when somebody comes in, they'll say, oh, I didn't even know holistic dentists exist, or I didn't even know there was such a thing as holistic dentistry or biological dentistry or alternative dentistry. And, you know, it's, I, I think it's so great that I was exposed to it, you know, by, by Kim before I went to school, because we really do a lot of the same things that every standard dentist does, every regular dentist does, but we just make it a little bit better or a little bit safer. Yeah. We just try to better materials. Yeah. It's, and and sometimes it's just like a little added procedure that takes 10 seconds. But like, for example, something we use, which has been in the media quite a bit more because of COVID is something called ozone. It's an extra element of oxygen. It oxygen is what you breathe outside, but this is a concentrated form no oh, virus could live in its presence. No virus, no bacteria. But no your fungus. cells, your cells, active cells love it. Yeah. It's like crack for yeah. your cells. And it just, it helps promote healing, helps disinfect. It used to actually be used in the water lines and then they figured out that chemicals were cheaper. But in this country, in other countries, if you get other it, countries still use if it. If you get, if you're in an accident, like all the ambulances in Germany are outfitted. They put oxygen, ozonated oxygen on you. Yeah. I mean, it's like a boost. Like you see professional athletes on the sidelines. Half of them are using ozonated oxygen. It's basically, it it gets into your cells and it's super amazing stuff. And it's yeah. totally natural. Um, it's oxygen. Yeah, you can use it on <laughs> babies, pregnant yep. women, old people, everyone. under Everyone under the sun. We'll use it, for example, before we put a filling in just to disinfect or if we're taking out a tooth to help in, increase the oxygen in that area. We'll even see sometimes people come in from another dentist that they're just like, oh, you know, I have this dry socket. Do you have something? And we'll just put some ozone in there and it helps bring the blood flow back to the site. And it's just something that's so good that you can use and it's so safe. It's And it's, and it's simple. It's simple. Right. But it'll never take off in this country. You know why? Because there's no money to be made on it. We don't charge for This is right. like a part of every procedure we do. We use it in the water. We use it localized. You know, it's we use it safely. But it's not something that we make money off of. And we right. don't care. It just yeah. makes what we do better. But, but therefore, this, yeah. yeah, 
most dentists will never be educated on that. But a little secret, the actual ozone generator doesn't really cost that much. So if everyone wanted to get one of these things, they really... It's tricky because yeah. it can, you can, it's too dry for your lung. You have right. to be careful. You have to be careful. I mean, you have to There's have things, proper training for yeah, it, no, you which want done. You don't but... want to do it at home. I mean... No, no, no. We're saying, I'm <laughs> saying as like a dentist. Oh, oh no. Yeah, if a dentist... If every, it, should yeah. be in, it should be in every dental Yeah, office, if every dentist down. wanted to do it, it's really not that hard and it doesn't cost a whole lot compared to some of the other machines. But anyways... That we're getting off topic. I know. Yeah. So that's one thing, you know, as a holistic dentist, you know, because we, we do fillings, we do cleanings, we make dentures for people, we do implants, we do all these things, crowns, you know, that every re- regular dentist does, but we just try to help support the body. Um, another thing that we do that's a little different is we offer alternatives to fluoride. So as Many of you may know there is fluoride that's added to the water in the United States. Uh, Systemic fluoride has never actually been proven to fight cavities. There's a website you could Google 50 reasons. You could literally just Google this. 50 reasons why you don't need fluoride. And it pulls up this website. Just look at the the research from 15 years ago that NIH released. NIH, was it a 10-year study or 20-year study? And on children... With fluoridated water Mm -hmm. and lowering their IQ. Fluoride, okay, if you were just, if you only got fluoride on your teeth when you went to the dental office, that's one thing. There are some benefits to that. There are other things that work just as well, if not better, but it is a huge moneymaker. It is a huge product moneymaker. And there's a reason other countries will not do this. And let me tell you, you're not supposed to ingest it. They teach you in dental school. If you're doing a fluoride treatment on someone, they ingest it. I mean, if you take a tube of toothpaste, fluoridated toothpaste, and you eat it, you have to go to the emergency room and get your stomach pumped. Do you know why? It's because the fluoride will kill you. It is, so they use it as a pesticide. They spray it on the fields, and you know why? It doesn't kill the bugs, but it makes it so that they cannot populate. It sterilizes them. You want to put this in, I'm all, if you just want to put fluoride on your teeth and not ingest it, I'm all for it. But put it in the water. Yeah. You're not supposed to drink it. It does nothing for you. Yeah. And on this website, every reason that's listed has research to support every reason. And it is the only thing that's medically added to our water. Sure, there's stuff to clean, but it's the only thing that's medically. And what even if you, you know, went to dental school, we all went to dental school, it was all like brainwashed. We were all made to think, you know, I was all, totally we brainwashed. were all brainwashed to think it's the end all be all, you know, fluoride, fluoride. But if you think about it just from like a common you know sense standpoint what if you are drinking 80 glasses of water a day and i'm drinking five there's no way to control there's how much zero way to control. they have no idea how much i mean they just drop it they, there's no way yeah. to control it it's a little scary think about like all the fertility issues yeah. i mean it's just crazy and unfortunately as the years have gone on we're seeing more and more and more fluorosis which is just too much fluoride in the teeth and if how many people do you know with white spots on their teeth whitish or brownish yeah go look in the mirror you might have yeah yeah most of us have it you know the thing is if we're seeing that in the teeth from systemic fluoride probably added you know with your toothpaste and dental office whatever think about what's going on inside your body in your you know bones and things like that and that's just there are things that are out there that are proven to be just as effective, if not more than quote unquote, like topical fluoride or other things. It's something called hydroxyapatite, for example, and that helps to put the minerals back into the teeth. 
and it's better it's safer you know and it's something that if like god forbid your kid swallows you know a lot of it they'll be fine i mean it's just you could just get rid of soda yeah and like process sugar right and like you You know know, so that's another thing we do that's a little different we offer alternatives to fluoride do the ozone we offer biological testing so basically if you're concerned about which materials your body would agree with or not agree with we can do a simple blood draw which we do in our office to test your blood against all these like very common products from profi paste which is like the paste you use during a cleaning to denture materials to implant materials it's very cool very easy we also like can test your extracted tooth if you want for certain bacteria because we have a lot of people that are seeing chiropractors or people for acupuncture functional medicine um and then another thing that we do is prf platelet rich fibrin which you tend to do a lot with your um, sedation patients when they come in for extractions if you want to talk about that a little bit um yeah it's amazing it's your own blood we can graft with it is um tons of growth factors in it and um decreases healing um yeah we're all about this so decreases healing Um, time decreases healing time sorry (laughs) increases bone growth increases uh yeah so we do it with every extraction um it's amazing and it's all you it's not cow bone it's not uh glass and um it's the results are just speak for themselves and that's they're using it everywhere all over the body and we're all about sedation and turning off the adrenals because we're all adrenally fatigued but um I think that all these topics, all these things are going to be interesting things on all on their own. And we're going to go into it in detail. Um, and so we are hoping that you guys, you know, subscribe or at least just stay tuned uh, in, in a minimum. Uh, we want to, you know, interview some people and ask some hard questions. We got a list of researchers that uh, we think are going to blow your minds yep. in the next couple episodes. And, uh, for instance, <laughs> everybody knows that certain uh, sunblocks are toxic. Uh, how, what does the U.S. consider as a normal vitamin D slash K2 level versus other area, other areas of the world where maybe, uh, why is our skin cancer so through the roof when we're so aware of this? Why is it going up? When everyone's wearing sunblock, no right. one's doing tanning beds. Well, at least they shouldn't be, but it's going up. Or decay. Why decay rates are going why up? Why decay rates are going up? Systemic fluoride supposed to be the yeah, answer. Yeah, not to mention, you know, people are so knowledgeable. We have Whole Foods for God's sakes, and mm-hmm. and moms, and anyways. So. Yeah. So basically, just if you can like us, if you can share us, subscribe. We are trying just to get everything out there and. Once again, I'm Jen Tippergraph. I'm Kim Bear. And And we are the Holistic Vigilantes. (laughs) Thank you.